Hello, and welcome to In Bed With Books, the podcast where we talk about smutty fantasy with each other and with you. My name is Melissa. And I'm Bethany. And where else can you find us, Bethany? You can find us in a few places. On our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, and also on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod. We also have a Discord, which you can follow in the link in our bio. And then if you go to the description box below, check out those links and you can find us anywhere else. And uh, what are we talking about today, Melissa? Um, let's find out. All right. So, uh, so how long has it been since uh, you've graced us? with your presence almost 10 days 10 days Mm. i know it's actually that's crazy i feel like i just was sleeping in your living room i know right where you're sitting right where i'm sitting yep (laughs) um it's funny because i'd come out in the morning and (laughs) the, the, the air mattress is an air mattress so it doesn't ever like stay yeah. full of air and you would just be like, <laughs> like and then the air mattress would just be like all up like it was comfy, like though. I couldn't find you and I I'm sure it was like you were like in this little coffin just like this yeah and I was like oh my god is she dead <laughs> it was okay so when I normally sleep I sleep with like pillow in front of me pillow yeah. behind I sleep on my side so like pillow yeah. in front of me pillow behind me pillow under here pillow between my legs to like keep my knees from knocking not a sex thing 100% like genuinely to keep my knees from running against each other because it hurts yeah um and like that sometimes when I sleep on my back I'll pull them in so they're on my sides Mm -hmm. and that's what it felt like but like it felt like I was getting bear hugged it was so nice so comfortable um impossible to get out of impossible to get out of yeah you had to deflate it for me to I was like you're gonna have to just like (laughs) I'll, I'll wait until I get to the floor and this thing is splat and to get out. I tried a couple of times. Cause the thing is, if I was able to roll out of the hole, I wasn't yeah. just gonna, I wasn't going to stop. I was just going to yeah. roll me right off onto the, the floor. So, <laughs> which you did one time, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I lost my balance and that's how I learned. That's how you learn mm-hmm. things. Experience. Yeah. Um, but how did you like Seattle? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Not the weather was nice. Our not trip just because nice. of me. No, actually, you were the least favorite part yeah. of my trip. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, oh, I'm thinking about that biscuit and jam still and the Thai food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My mom yeah, and I actually found favorite. a Thai restaurant out here. Oh, yay. Because I was still itching for it. Yeah. So, yeah, we found one and it's kind of our new spot. So, okay. It's one of the cheaper okay. places that we've been to to eat recently too, because everything's so fucking expensive now. It's true. It's so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So I get their drunken noodles, which is what I used to get at Rosa's Thai when I would get it when I was living in Stratford. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I learned something. Milo said that Seattle and Arizona have the highest inflation on. Oh, good. Like cost of living. That's fantastic. Like in terms of like food and things that you need, like the inflation's like the highest in the country. So if we move that anywhere, funny. we'll that have to move. I think Denver or something. Like that. Oh, the other place I went. You for have my such birthday. expensive taste. Yeah, I know. It's so annoying. Yeah, <laughs> we're joking, but like also we're not. No, yeah, it's really bad. So we'll find some secret fourth place to move to, and we'll all live there together instead. Yes. Yeah, and one big happy family. Yeah. We'll just get a big house. Someone will win the lottery and we'll get a big house with like eight bedrooms. Ooh. I think at that point it's just an apartment building. (laughs) Yeah. Or just like buy a hotel, a rundown hotel, and we'll start a a Instagram account about us fixing it up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see those families? I can see them all the time, but they they're like, we live in this, uh, not abandoned, but I guess technically abandoned, but like we live in this old school building. We live in this old firehouse and we're renovating yeah. it for, for, uh, residents or like to be residential. And I'm like, that's insane. Why? Do but then what... sometimes I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Do you know what I love? There's this great show called restoration home and yeah. it's, have you heard of it? Yes. 
Okay. I love those shows. I fucking love that show. And I don't think they're going anymore, but it's such a great concept because I also want to see where they're at. So the show is essentially like old castles, old like power stations that like Mm -hmm. these fam, like this show has like found these families who have bought and are renovating them into like a house. Um, there was one that was like this old church, like on the coast, on the beach. And like the, the thing is, is like, I want to see where they're at now, like in there. Yeah. And it's like, that would be like a good show. And the host is, I forget her name, but I fucking love her. She's great. She's um, really funny. I feel like they're not going anymore because like, who can afford to renovate? I know. To like hire the contractors well, there was and everything. One- there was that one lady that like just had money. She just was super rich and she just bought this cat like manor house. God, like a, like literal, like a literal Downton Abbey. And she was just like, oh, and then it's like you can just tell, like, she's not the one getting dirty. Like some yeah. of the some of the yeah. owners are getting dirty. They have to, but yeah. Anyway. No, exactly. I love that show. But that's like, I'll see those accounts like on Instagram because I'll get them in my reels. Cause mm-hmm. the algorithm knows that I love that shit. And, um, it's always like how I am renovating my own house to save thousands of dollars. I'm like, I don't know if you really save thousands of dollars. If you do, you're probably not doing a good job, Yeah, but it's still fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. They're at least good to see. Like if I need to fix something in my own house that mm-hmm. I wouldn't renovate an entire house myself, but if I need to fix like a door. Yeah. It's nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm also really into the like, uh, and I will, before I say this, I will say it's a little classist and exploitative and I can get into that in a second because <laughs> Melissa's never off her soapbox. I say I get off it, but I never off. No. Um, but it's the like tiny homes or oh, the yeah. van life stuff. And it's like, you're just, glorifying and i won't like obviously some people that are involved in like the van life stuff genuinely come from like low-income spaces and that's why they know how to do it that's why they know how to live in that kind of uh life but a lot of times it's also like it took us two years and seventy-five thousand dollars to turn this 1978 van into our new home and we lived in my parents house the whole time yes while we built it and they're just hippies yeah, or it's like, or it's, and we, now we rent out our hundred thousand, not even a hundred thousand isn't even a house now, but like our $500,000 house, we rent it out now for extra income and you can too. And it's like, okay, you, that's, that's sweet. You, that's you do sweet, that. Karen. Yeah. You, you do that. Um, <laughs> but also like, it's really fun to watch those videos. Yeah. Cause it's really interesting what they can do with the space, not to be like super Saturn, on main, but I love seeing how to like maximize house space. Same. Not, yeah. Not even just for like what we can fit in the most like corners, but like but functionality and literally functionality. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've got my little coffee station in the corner here and I'm already thinking of ways that I can improve on that for my next space yeah. to make it smaller, but more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's just no stopping it. And I, I love, I love doing that too. And then I like, like feng shui, like Milo was showing me these, um, YouTube shorts of this, um, this guy who shows you like feng shui and he like will take, um, videos of people's spaces. People will send him videos of their space and he'll like, have you seen him? And he like, he'll makes, draw like a little picture. He'll make little pic- he'll, And then he'll also make like little squares for like the couch and stuff and like yeah. rearrange it. And I, fucking love that shit like i have sketches of this apartment before i was like moving in to see like where i would put things and i love that i love rearranging and i like fun like for me it's all about feng shui and functionality like it needs to kind of make sense but it also needs to be like i think visually it needs to play a part like you don't want to feel like he made a good point milo said that like you want to keep your like bedroom door closed mm-hmm. and you don't want it behind you when you're yeah. sleeping because like, you know, caveman, like you want yeah. to like, like kind of feel safe. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And then you also don't want to ha- have to walk around the bed too much to get out. Mm-hmm. So um, you kind of want to be like in the corner if yeah. you can. And then like as far away from the door as possible, which I thought was interesting. And and I, I think our bed's kind of doing that. Given your space, I would say, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably um, the best place for it. But it's also you don't want to have your feet to the door. Right. Yes another like caveman thing yeah um it was actually his videos that guy because i know who you're talking about yeah that helped me when i was filling in my room in houston because i didn't have an office space like i do here and so i had to be in my room Mm -hmm. and so i was like looking for like room arrangements and stuff and they made a good point about like the mental setup of your space Mm mm-hmm and yeah. so he, well, the one that he, it was actually a video that he had about like this, this student needs to have their desk in their room because it's just a dorm. Mm-hmm. And so here's how I would recommend rearranging the dorm. So that way the bed and the desk are definitely, like, there's a separation between them. Right. Because then it's like, mm-hmm. it's not work. You have to, like, I have to get off the bed and walk around this space to enter my office space, which helped a lot. Yeah. Like it definitely wasn't enjoyable having my office in my room. Yeah. But having that visual division. Yeah. Made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you can actually put that down for the day. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. I think in his, he had put a bookcase between the bed and the desk mm-hmm. so that you like, there was like a big, it was a much taller division. Mm-hmm. I just had like a, uh, I had kind of makeshifted a corner desk by putting, I think it's, I don't even know. Yeah. It's kind of a desk, but it's like a, uh, Ikea one. That's like only about this wide No, only about this wide. Yeah. So it was just really meant for like putting a laptop on and typing. Yeah. And so I put that like, here's my bed. Here was it. And then like, right. okay, so here's my bed. Here was it. And then here was my desk. Yeah. So that way it was like my head from my desk. Yeah. The separation that my head was on one end and my desk mm-hmm. was at the other end. So that way it was like, I only I see went, a different part. I only went into your room once. At when, Kings. Oh, this was in Houston. Oh, in Houston. Okay. Yeah. And Kings, there was, yeah. I, in Kings, I couldn't move my desk. So yeah. <laughs> um, But I'm thinking, I don't know. I want to get more storage. Same. We talked about it. I really want those two big bookshelves and I kind of want to put one, put them like behind, but yeah, I definitely want to put my desk in this corner and then Mm -hmm. put the back like, um, screen behind Mm -hmm. me while I'm recording. And then I can like have kind of like, cause like right now I'm like literally looking at my entire apartment. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I think it would be fun to have, like, I just kind of look out the window and I just look at you. Yeah. And then I'm, and then like, it's just, I'm kind of in my own little space when I'm podcasting, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, plus like, I don't know if you guys haven't had a, needed to get a couch up to this point, just get a desk, fill in that space. Otherwise, well, cause it's like, like, we don't need a couch. And I'm like, but I like, I get it. Maybe just get like a love seat. Oh yeah, that's definitely what I mean by couch. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> we well, can also fit a big like, couch in here, yeah. If you guys don't have a TV in there, because you just watch, like, you just stream on his massive computer monitor. <laughs> and Which so is not just like you have TV. To, yeah, like, it's the size of a, of a like, a small or medium-sized TV. Um, you don't have to, like, leave space on that room, like, on that wall that his desk is on. So you don't have to, like save the entire rest of the space for a couch and for leisure you know mm-hmm. you could easily set up a desk area in that corner yeah 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 okay yeah fucking do it we'll do it yes okay okay so um today we are talking about a fire endless yes I loved this book so oh, much. Oh God, so much. Yes. And you know what's sad is I, I didn't get to like read it. I had to listen to it and I bought the book and everything. And so it's like untouched. Kind of. Nice. 
Um, so that just means I have to read it again someday. Yeah. So good. Um, do you have any first thoughts? I need to kind of get into it. It's been, a, I finished it like last week, so I need to kind of get oh, yeah. Back, yeah. back into it. Okay. Okay. So first of all, so we listened to a little bit while we were on our way to Forks, Washington mm-hmm. to visit the land of our That's- Lord, Edward Cullen. Our Lord and Savior. Um, our Lord and Savior. Um, and you can verify this, but I called from like chapter 14. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've been thinking, is Agen Bane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were we were both like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. And then they and then she said it, and I was like, Yep, yep. <laughs> Um, I felt so validated in yeah. that moment. I was like, all of my other false theories can go suck a dick because yeah. I got this one right. Yeah. And I don't know. Actually, I don't know how much that was meant to be a secret, but, or if it was meant to it be that, like- It still feels good. It does feel good because it feels good when you're like, you can kind of see the pieces falling together. Mm-hmm. And then also the way that she writes is really- um, I think elegant is the word that mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Like the way it played out, you're just like waiting for that moment. It's just like a really long memory that she's showing Jack. Yeah. And you're like, it's happening. It's happening. Everyone shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That so was really very, validating. Very floral. Yes. Yeah. I think is a good word for it because it was, it's, it's, you know, pretty isn't, quite the word or poetic isn't quite the word but she's just very it's this it's an elegance of like it's like a weird organic yes yeah yeah I love I I just love her writing I'll read Mm it I'll read everything she writes I was thinking I'm probably gonna have to get more of her books because this Mm -hmm. is so good Mm -hmm. and it's funny because we usually have to do the like you know for closed door this is pretty good yeah it doesn't even matter I'm it was so like She did a really good job of balancing, like, not telling us about the sex while giving us the emotions of the sex. Yeah. Um, Which is what we're, which is as satisfying. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, Molly said to us a few weeks back, now, it was, uh, God, it was a month and a half ago now. (laughs) Um, So much has happened. The holidays really fuck up my my sense of time. Um, She was telling us about, like, a conversation she had had with a of writing friend mm-hmm. about how to add more depth to sex scenes it's like you don't add another right. blow job you add more feeling yeah and she adds all of the feeling add like emotion. Uh, mm-hmm. rebecca ross adds all of the feeling all of the emotion with like none of the explicit sex that you and then you but then you get to fill that in like yeah exactly a little bit yeah you get like a little bit where she's like uh i think there's one line where he she says that like adira took him into her and like that's the most you get yep and then it's just next is like her hand on his chest. I think that like those scenes really exemplify how good she is at writing a really organic kind of like flow. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm holding Smarties in my hand. I can, I'll put these down. I'm You're like fine. talking with them um, because it never felt like I was robbed of a sex scene when she did it. It didn't feel like, yeah. like the dot, dot, dot. And then yeah. we enter back into the scene it feels more like a sexy montage almost yeah yeah and then we just like fall that's into a bed. good yeah that's a yeah. really good point sexy montage yeah like, like where in, just like where it just movies. turns black and white you know and you're like <laughs> yeah and it's going kind of slow motion you're getting like body parts up close mm-hmm. and then like it pans back out and they're finished and you're like how'd that happen yeah like, that's that's what that felt like yeah so I really fell in love with Jack and Adira in this one. Yeah. Cause you know me, I'm a, I'm a torn and a Sidra girl, you know? Oh yeah. And I still am. And God damn it. Okay. So, okay. (laughs) It's coming back to me. Yes. It was so good. And I was so glad that we got right off the bat with Sidra or not Sidra, uh, Adira, like in the West. Um, and like working on that whole thing. And, um, like you kind of get to know her mom, Innes, and uh, how brutal 
the the west is just or yeah. how um how I think brutal is a good word well it's um how scarce it is too yeah in terms of like um it's brutal because it's scarce it's because it's like yeah you know they're they're hungry and um yeah having to kind of fight a little bit harder for things Mm -hmm. um which was a conversation that we had last time mm -hmm. about like yeah we want to be mad at the west but also how would you feel if you couldn't feed your kids halfway through every winter yeah so yeah yeah Um, i fully agree i did feel too like it um it felt kind of like a I mean, I guess the last one did too, but now that everyone's separated, it felt kind of like a saga yeah. of like, so you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about this one. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about her. Forgot about him. Um, and then sometimes I'd, I'd be like, okay, wait, who were we talking about? Yeah. You know, cause like you're, cause sometimes she'll change point of views in the middle of a chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you're listening to it, you have to be like, oh, wait, what? who did she say? It's just like a long pause. You don't yeah. visually see like the the line that will sometimes. I'm sure if I were like reading it, like I'd be like, okay, yeah. yeah like you can just look up and see Torin. But like, I'm like, I'm like, she, 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 she's still reading and I need to know yeah. who, who yeah. is this, who's, who we're talking about. Um, God. And then um, Torin and Sidra was really heartbreaking again. I felt I like. like if Sidra, there was a few times I was like, if Sidra dies, I will kill myself. Uh-huh. And then later I was like, if David dies, I will kill myself. Like, because also like David's her dad, Sidra, or uh, Adira's dad. Oh, Adira's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad that we name. didn't lose anyone like important. Yeah. But it also kind of was a saga because it's the end of yeah. Fingal and jones england jones curse yeah so we get that kind of full circle Mm -hmm. like it's the tale of the like the the two clans like a circle yeah it's like a circle (laughs) (laughs) um which i think was like a a nice way to frame the story Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. because afterwards i was like it's not a love story. It feels like a love story because it definitely ends on a love note. Yeah. But it's like a love story of two clans. Yes. Not of people. Yeah. Because it starts with Fingal and Joan and then it comes back to Jack and Adira. Yeah. And then it's even like, it's, it has to be Torin and Adira who mm-hmm. break the curse. So it's that's not romantic love. But as she's talking, she knows that like she feels like a genuine love for her people. And Torin is talking, he feels a genuine love for his people, and they feel a genuine love for each other's people because up to this point they'd been trading and like it's not a like uh, what's the word? Like a ill-fated romantic love. Mm -hmm. It's a genuine love for your community that saves them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that she at the end decided that she wanted to be um laird lord yeah laird of the west i loved that yeah i also like i realized about halfway through that the west is so much bigger than Mm -hmm. the east because um they have actual thanes which is like aristocrats basically yeah and they don't have that in the east yeah yeah Um, the east felt felt very small very villagey. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, you could walk from like the border mm-hmm. to the other end and like to Mirren's house, yeah. Well, yeah. Like Mirren from like Mirren's house to the center of the city mm-hmm. in like a morning. Yeah. But Jack gets to Neil's house, which is just on the other side of the border. And it's going to take him two and a half days to get to yeah. the other end of the island, which is like insane. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, yeah. Torin and Sidra was very heartbreaking. Yeah. 
because Torn was having such a rough time. And that's the thing is like, you know, and then they had such a rough go at it last season. Yeah, last season. <laughs> last book. And this one, I'm kind of like, oh, it's happening again, kind of, where he kind of drifts away, you know? Yeah. Because he's like, has too much responsibility. They don't really want to move into the new place. She's there's so much going on all of the time it seems like and then poor Sidra like there was at this there's this one point where I was like no like oh my god because she well first uh, you learn that she has the blight yeah and you're like shit and I literally messaged Molly and was like Sidra (laughs) and she was like it's so heartbreaking I'm like I know yeah um and uh then you learn she's pregnant. No, that and then was... Torn gets taken yeah. by the spirits. And then, then like the next and day. She has, she's in charge of everything. And then she's like pregnant. And you're like, holy shit. I would have collapsed if I was her. Yeah. 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 And I think that's one of the ways that we start to see like the love within the community. Mm-hmm. Because it was really hard after last book. I almost said last season. It was really hard after last book. At the very end, Adira is revealed to be from the West. Mm-hmm. And the clan kind of abandons her. Like, mm-hmm. that was not, I don't know, like, it wasn't exactly supportive at all, which is, I guess that's obvious, but it wasn't like reaffirming of how, like, how much they actually care about each other. Yeah. Um, and I think she's definitely feeling that a lot at the beginning of this next book because it's like, does she join back up with them or does she accept her life as a Brecken and just prove what they were saying about her? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I am sad that they didn't just become one clan at the end. Yeah. I was like, you get rid of the clan leaders, you get rid of Laird's, get rid of Thane's. You have become a, an anarchy. Well, I was gonna say you you get a become a, socialist. <laughs> no, you become well. I mean, I'd love that, but you get a group of like five or do an even number, like six uh, people total, three from each clan to mm-hmm. become like a board, basically not a board, whatever a it is, council. When it's, a council. Thank you. I was like, what is it when it's like a not a business? Um to become a council and then you have people you have jack and adira on there because they are from both clans Mm -hmm. you have the one of the you have the lairds and then you add in a third person from each clan right and then you just there wouldn't be any you just have a you just have a country yeah but i guess it does i don't know just balance you know Mm-hmm. the whole thing was about balance so yeah and I think like I also think a lot of people had a lot of identity with their clans as well yeah but um, it might be the beginning of that too yeah you know with like the trade and stuff so um, it was definitely like an open ended kind yeah. of finish as well yeah because I like that they're because sometimes a book will end like in the middle of their like celebration almost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like I guess I should say a series should yeah. would, will usually end that way because books in a series tend to end on cliffhangers that rip your heart out yeah <laughs> um but there's ended with them walking between the clans yes which is like a very liminal space for them to have ended the the story on so are you talking about Torin and Adira? Jack and Adira. Oh. Which part? The very last scene. Mm. In the epilogue? Yeah. I was thinking of the one where Torin and Adira walk along the clan lines. That's before. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of when like Jack and Adira are reunited. And they're yeah. walking back to Mirren's place from Neil's place. Mm -hmm. so they're like in between they're in that like 
that passage between the clans and they're mm-hmm. in like a a kind of like mediary space of like like a neutral space yeah well like liminal in that like it's not one space or another because it's not a border anymore it's between their clans it's all a mush now yeah specifically between those houses um and then because they're like not in a specific spot they're not like in a specific location they're kind of like in transit like a transient Mm -hmm. state and that's a very open-ended way to leave a book right so yeah I like that. Yeah. It does give me hope, but it is a just a duology. So maybe not for this series, but for she another did, one potentially. Though. It was the last line. Yeah. That kind of made it seem like there was going to be something more. I know. I know. Read the last and line I again. Hate that. Because don't play. I'm like, with do me. you just mean that the story goes on? Or do you yeah. mean you're gonna give us more of the story? Probably not more, but it's probably I would think like something like about like yeah like another series in this world what were they what was their name Frey and Maisie yeah and the Ella oh yeah Ella was just like we didn't she was just a random yeah which makes me think that there's I don't know like I just feel like that would be a good story yeah I mean that could be a story it just seemed really strange that she brought her up yeah she seemed so she seemed to have like a significant moment and then like nothing really just never went hear about her again yeah yeah um it was mirin's cottage firelight burned through the darkness and jack stared up at it a moment he wondered what tomorrow would bring what the days ahead would be like in this new world an isle united his hand in adira's their scars aligned but this is a story for another windy firelit night yeah yeah. What are you talking about, Rebecca? Do you mean a story that you're going to write and give us? Yeah. That better be what it means. One problem I do have is that I really hate when people lose their gifts. I just hate it so much. That's it. Period. Like, I feel like I don't have to fully get into that too much, but like... Who are you referring to? Jack. Because he lost his gift of music. I'm like, why can't he just sing a song that actively gives his power to other people? I, okay. I actually loved that. And I'll tell you why. I I mean, I didn't love that he like got, he got his gift taken away, Mm -hmm. but um, that was his choice. It was like a choice he made. But why did it have to be his choice? That's why, that's what, that's what I hate. It's like when they have to, it's like, I I love that he chose Adira and he chose his mortal life. I fucking hate that he had to. I know. I know that. No, that does suck. Yeah. And that would be really tough on Adira. Yeah. It's too much pressure. Yeah. Because there's definitely a, there was definitely a moment when she was talking about how much, like talking about how much it meant to Jack having that and stuff. And so mm-hmm. then it just made it more heartbreaking when he did. Which is too. exactly why she did it. I know. Yeah, I, like if I were in her position, I would at first be very much like, "Oh my god, you're back. Yay." And then also have sex on that floor of your father's old home that is now a trade store. Yes. But then probably about a week later, I'd be or that's being generous, but like a week later I'd be like, "That is a lot of pressure." It you is. You gave up your entire gift to be with me, and now if we don't work out, you have neither. Yeah. Yeah. That was also, so that happened in, if anyone hasn't read Shadow and Bone yet, I apologize. There's going to be a brief spoiler. Jump ahead really quick. That's how Shadow and Bone, the like original series ends. Mm -hmm. Is that like, so she is like the first sun summoner. And so she gives her power away to other people so that they can all fight this guy together instead of like fight like evil together instead of just her being the savior it's like i get the moral importance of that Mm -hmm. but also like why do i much prefer books where it's like the women just get more powerful yeah and it's not some kind of like and not that jack's a woman but i should say like where the protagonist gets more powerful and it's not some kind of ethical conundrum about whether or not they should be doing what they're doing because they're good people they trust their instincts they trust their guts 
Yeah. And they know how to use their, their abilities and their gifts. Yeah. There's room for both tales, both versions of the story, but. Yeah, I think I I would much rather hear about them learning how to work with it. Mm-hmm. To be fair, to be more fair instead of giving it away to be more fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of a sense of like that threat, I guess, that Jack could end up like Aegon. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if he could beat him, then he's obviously all powerful. But isn't it kind of the point of the hero that they wouldn't do that? They like rise against Yeah. Well, and um you they essentially abolished the bard. Yeah. Which you're like, that was like a huge part of the book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which also, okay, so real quick on yes. the subject. Yes. I had to read it to Milo because I was cheesy. But <laughs> there was this, because you know how at the beginning of the first book, Jack is like very much trying to prove himself as a bard mm-hmm. and like was afraid to go home. He didn't know, like, he, mm-hmm. but he also left and he, it didn't come naturally to him. He had to work really hard um, to do it until he was, like, teaching others. Mm-hmm. And so he has his own, like, struggle with it in the first book of, like, yeah. actually earning the title bard for the um, East. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he just gets it. And then they have to they have to like solve this puzzle of like why there's a blight and all of this stuff. So, but so that's why I feel like him, like I love, I love Jack and Adira, but like, man, yeah. he really was rooting for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause it's like, wouldn't the, cause they talk about balance a few times too, when they're with the spirits, when, mm-hmm. when Torrens with the spirits. So wouldn't it make more sense for your power to be equally distributed among them than to have a king still? Yeah. That's just my thinking. Or it would have been cute too if like Maisie was like the next bard or something. Yeah, they already had like a setup, right? Yeah, they like had a setup for like someone else to share it with. I don't know, because I, yeah. Because the 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 concept of a bard is very Celtic, yeah, and very like a, like a huge part of the culture that it would it seems like it would be like really kind of detrimental to take that away, yeah, you know, to their connection to the spirits, yeah, yeah. But I guess yeah. Fingal or whatever his name was <laughs> is the one that like I know Egan was the one that went like too far with it yeah okay real quick though i was reading this little chunk for him because it was um never mind we can cut that out um (laughs) no i was like i was gonna get cheesy about like leaving for london and stuff because he talks about yeah and then we don't need to do that um we don't need you sobbing on the podcast no it's fine i I don't no one wants to hear my cheesy shit so okay but this (laughs) is Do you? Really? Yeah. I won't cry if you let me. Oh, yeah. Okay. As so, long as... Because I can't give you a tissue from here. Oh, I'll, I'm not going to cry. I did... No. I'm not going <laughs> to say I cried when I read it to him, but I just said... So um, it's when he says... Um, it's at the very end. And, it, and Jack says, I missed you. I felt as if half of me had been torn away. I had swiftly realized that I had made a mistake, leaving you behind that morning. I thought that if you stood at my side while I played, that I would be divided, that I would choose you over the spirits. But now I see that I should have had you beside me because when the fire claimed me, they took only half a mortal. They took my mortality and my body, but my heart stayed with you in the mortal realm. And then later he says, I may not be able to play a harp again or sing for the clan, but I have found that this is my song. This is my music. Months ago, I told you that I was a a verse inspired by your chorus. I thought, (laughs) I thought I knew that what those words meant then, but now I fully understand the depth and the breadth of them. I want to write a ballad with you, not in notes, but in our choices in the simplicity and routine of our life together, in waking up at your side every sunrise and falling asleep entwined with you every sunset, 
in kneeling beside you in the kale yard and leading a clan and overseeing trade and eating at our parents' tables in making mistakes because I know that I'll make them and then restitutions because I'm better than I once ever hoped to be when I'm with you. I just thought that was so sweet. I was yeah. literally in my car listening going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I messaged you, Jack. <laughs> I was okay. Like, I was like, don't tell me Jack I was, dies. I, I was like, shut your mouth, <laughs> shut your mouth. Cause that could mean any number of things mm-hmm. coming from you. It could mean sex. It could be mean death. It could mean like anything. Um, I thought it was when he exploded into flames, but that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was my favorite part of the book. <laughs> that part. Yeah. With, a uh, um, poor Torin, he's just in the spirit realm, all confused all the time. Well, that was something else that I wanted to talk about because like he ends up being this actually very religious or like spiritual person. Like they mm-hmm. had, the spirits have no doubt that he'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they have a little bit of doubt because it looks like they would have rather had Jack, but um, their next choice I should say is, is mm-hmm. Torin. It's not Sidra. It's not Adira. It's not like one of the children it's uh Torin. And that's like because in the beginning, in the first book, he gets taken into that witches or that like goddesses uh hut, secret hut that's outside mm-hmm. of time. And we were kind of like, what more is lying there? Because this is the brute. Like he is the brute squad. That like, literally that is the literal word that I was saying, thinking in my head. And I was like, is that the right word? And I was like, I think it is. Yeah. Because he's not the intellectual. He's not the philosophical. No. He's literally the brute strength. Like that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was. But the thing is he is because like yeah. Hercules, like Hercules is uh, part of the reason he is such a famous Greek hero, Greek uh, warrior is because he wasn't just brute strength. Each of his 12 trials proved his intellectual strength as well. Mm-hmm. And so he was the strongest of any of them, but he was also like a genius that rivaled like Odysseus or Theseus. Yeah. Well, actually Theseus didn't have a lot of brains, but he just exploited women. So um, we are currently reading Ariadne for <laughs> the book club, which is Theseus. Um, so... I guess going back to that topic of balance again, because that's what they keep telling Torin is that he is not just this one thing. He is mm-hmm. many things. Yeah. Cause even, he even says it himself. He's like, why the fuck would you have chosen me? Yeah. There's no way you should have chosen Sidra. You should have chosen literally anyone else. Yeah. See, I like, and I also kind of like that. That's not something that fully comes with an answer. Yeah. It's just like, we just accept that he got it right. And he, even Sidra's yeah. amazed when he shows up in the West and he heals her. Mm-hmm. Amazed that she knows about it, that she knows that he knows about the, the pregnancy, that he even knows how to make a salve. Like, I love that he becomes the healer. Yeah. For her. Yeah. That was perfect. And that he becomes the hero, heal, a healer, period. Because yeah. even in the beginning, he's questioning his role as a laird. Yeah. And he's the one who saves their entire island. He, he has this conversation with Sidra about like, I'm death in your life. Yeah. And he's just is, um, struggling with the fact that he's killed so much and now and then he's, when he's bringing it back to life. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and I think that's honestly why he was depressed at the beginning of this book. Like, cause he's, he's just still with that. Yeah. He was still contending with that. Cause it was no longer his role. Mm-hmm. It's easier yeah. when it's your role. Yeah. Um, but then it's also later he has that conversation with himself in a kind of a new tone when he's getting into the castle in uh the West. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I've helped kill a number of these people, children, husbands, mm-hmm. come over the clan line. So can I do this? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Fuck yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Cause I think even in that conversation with himself he acknowledges the fact that 
a few months ago, like in, in book one, a few months ago, he would have easily killed any of them without a second thought. Mm-hmm. And he had like in chapters that we read. So yeah, mm-hmm. huge change for him. Yeah. I think the spirits saw that. Yeah. So I really loved that for Torin. Yeah. I, I, I did like his story in that way. And yeah. I, it's, it's just, I love, I love that we're like, we have the same brain wave. Cause that's like, those were like essentially my thoughts on it too. Mm-hmm. Was that the spirits chose this him for a reason. Yeah. And he needed to like grow into that role and out of this other role while still keeping himself, you know? Mm-hmm. And he needed that so that he could fully accept his role as the mm-hmm. laird. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So good. Very good. Very good. I did like Adira and Jack's like love scenes though. They oh, were they're so beautiful. sweet. Yeah. They were just beautiful. I feel like it was about them in this one. Mm-hmm. I, which I heard different things um, from, I I heard that like, oh, this one's all about Sidra and Torin. I was like, yes, because I love Sidra and And then they Torin. like immediately get separated. And then, yes. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't think it's I'm about like, any actually, one of them specifically. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I just felt like for me, like that was, like that was an exciting moment. More exciting was mm-hmm. Jack and Adira's like love story at that moment. I felt like for um, Sidra and Torin, for me, it was the last book. I really liked their moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think both couples kind of represent something different. Mm-hmm. Cause like, yeah, Sidra, and they kind of had to break that that mold, which I think is probably another reason that Jack had to lose his powers. Mm. As much as I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like Sidra and Torin were this like brute and da- like dame kind of. Yeah. Uh, and then. Adira and Jack are kind of intellectual equals mm-hmm. and they thrive on that. Yeah. And there were things that made both of them more or less powerful yeah. than each other. And they kind of had to contend with that a little bit personally. Mm-hmm. So everyone got their, their lesson. Yeah. And their love. Yes. Torn learned their land. that he can live as a not death and mm-hmm. Sidra learned that she needs to talk to him sometimes she needs to open up yeah um and yeah the land opened up mm-hmm. land back like and now the people of the west aren't gonna starve yeah and the people of the east will get magical items that won't curse them yeah so such a good series we'll have to keep we'll have to keep um a look at what else she read she writes yes yes i think my favorite scene though was when neil shows up after jack went mm-hmm. to the house and was like go to her go protect her and mirin is because this is all from when he gets there it's all from uh frey's point of view and mirin's like dying basically mm-hmm. she's going into a coma and she's like i trusted him because of the determined look on his face he had just got there. He wasn't going to let her die. Yeah. And then we find out that they had actually been married all those years ago. And I cried. That was the point when yeah, I was like, yeah, that was so good. That's when I cried because they even hand Freya, fasted. Frey, yes, they hand fasted because they're all hippie and they're pagans. Um, but Frey is like screaming at the East Guard. She's like, you don't take my dad. I waited my entire life. Yeah. She doesn't give a shit that he's broken. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Me too. And then I like how Torin just rolls in and he's like, yeah, absolutely. He can stay. Yeah. You guys go back, go back. You're grounded. Go back to the castle. Like that was, <laughs> that was funny. Mm. But that's because he had much darker news to tell them. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but a win is a win. Yes. Okay. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, I, uh, I'm going to miss her writing. Yeah. So much. Like, this Mm -hmm. is the stuff that I love. This does make me really want to read another series that I've read that's Scottish, like old. I think you would really like it's Arthurian one. I've talked about it before. 
Okay. This really reminds me of that one. Really makes me want to read that. Um, I I am an Anglophile. I really like like the yeah. Scottish like lore just a lot. Like this this series like made me buy Ossian. <laughs> that oh yeah, old book yeah. again because I was just like oh. Um, so I uh studied that in college. But yeah, I you you nailed it. You nailed you nailed it last episode um on a river enchanted which was that this is just a classic love story classic romance yeah and it just is like um and it was almost like the also the beginning of the clan romance mm -hmm. you know well it feels so much like they would tell this story of heroes around their campfires in the middle of winter mm -hmm. You know, the story of Jack and Ajira, mm -hmm. the story of Torin and Sidra. Yeah. That's what this feels like. Yeah. So we just get more detail because it's a, I don't know, 500 page book. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So final thoughts. I wrote them on my little reading tracker. Yeah. So uh, my first final thought was loved the ending sentence, the ending sentences. And then also just, I don't like that we don't get to see, or that he doesn't get to keep his, his uh, yeah. powers his, or yeah. his gift, I should say, not powers, but gift. Yeah. Which we talked about. Yeah. And then I also, when I was writing my final thoughts, I was like, I don't like that we don't get to see his reunion with Frey mm. because she was so yeah upset, angry and yeah, upset yeah. about him not coming back. But also when we were talking about it a little while ago. And it was like they're kind of in this very passing uh space mm -hmm. that is a nice way to end their story so yeah. yeah yeah um i will say this too that i've been thinking a lot about with this book is the spirit world is really cool mm -hmm. um and kind of the characterization of the different like sects of spirits mm -hmm. so you have like the the water which is just very unreliable yeah which i kind of fucking love <laughs> um i like the water spirits the most I don't Surprise. remember a lot of the water spirits in really? this one. I well, they they're not in this one a lot, but I okay. was just kind of thinking generally. Um yeah. that was more of a book one. So the water spirits are like mysterious, whatever. And then you have the air spirits that are like really forceful. Mm -hmm. And then you have the But was that just because of Bane? Of Bane. Well, I was going to say forceful and then I was thinking of K mm -hmm. and just like fighter, you know, I think of someone mm -hmm. who's like, cause she, she didn't sit back, you know? So I kind of yeah. think of like th that. And then the earth is very much more like, um, the earth spirits, right? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. They're more like, let's commune and like figure this out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the fire is the one that's like lighting fire into individuals. Yeah. I found was well, kind of interesting. They didn't have a lot of power. I kind of had this theory that the fire was actually the most powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, the, because Aegon was Bane, that's why they lost all their power because he stole it from them. Mm hmm. Um, but then what it actually is, is that Bane knew that it would be somehow knew that it would be like a fire spirit mm -hmm. that would take him over. Right. But it wasn't, it was Jack. Yeah. Who was claimed by fire. Yeah. Which was, I liked that. Yeah. 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 So that that's what I kind of like. I haven't really like really read anything like that before, and I liked that a lot. I would read yeah. more of that world, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Same. All right. So Rebecca Ross should totally write more from that world. 
Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I wouldn't be opposed to a Fingal and Joan novella or mm-hmm. standalone. Yes. That would yeah. be fun. Yeah. Open door. Open door. Open door with detail. Open door, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> <laughs> um, even like knowing that they're destined for disaster, it's kind of more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. More heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh man, that's true. Yeah. So, okay. So what are we, what are we reading next? I don't think we're reading anything next. I think next we're doing a bookish. Yes. But what are we reading next? Do you know? What what should we be reading? Uh, It could be. I think it's Queen of, Queen of Myth and Monster. Is it? I think so. I think we moved it so that we could get on it okay that's exciting yeah let me double check though i was gonna say we should just stop putting dates when we put the yeah books that we're reading because definitely because we, we change things it. yeah yeah um queen of myth and monsters is the next okay cool thing to read oh we only have three more books yeah that one Dead Witch Walking and yeah. Passing. Yeah. yeah. We did we did a lot. And we did. I think we talked about doing a little bit less book episodes next season. Reading episodes, but yeah. Yeah. It's all books, but yeah, all books, but like book yeah. book episodes of just yeah. like going over a book. Yeah. So that we can read more on our own and then like be able to talk about other things that we're reading because I think we've also said in the past like if it's not on the podcast we don't read it like <laughs> yeah I think we've said that almost every episode yeah because we honestly haven't been able to like read anything else because we're just yeah reading for the podcast so we want to be able to like kind of read on our own so that that'll be fun because we do have kind of different taste yes yeah I just don't have interest in like Kindle Unlimited kind of romance yeah which is no, like I've read them before. I enjoy them, but I don't want to read a lot of them. Yeah. So, which I think you enjoy those a lot more than I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I've been, I've been wanting to get back into them. Yeah. You need I'm to get, get back to your orc getting, husbands. Yeah. Oh my God. On that note, Milo was like, he was showing me the um, preview video of the new Skyrim. So Skyrim mm-hmm. came out in like 2011 or something. And oh my god, it's that old already? It's it's very old and it's been so long because they take so long to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyways, so like the next one's coming out and it's I can't remember what it's called. But he's like, it's kind of supposed to be like the like the orcs, Skyrim orcs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> if anyone knows anything, Skyrim orcs are hot. They're not like they're not like Lord of the Rings orcs. They're like <laughs> the orcs orcs. They're like the orcs everyone wants. So see, I would argue that this, the Lord of the Ring orcs are the real orcs. Well, let me look these up. Um, I mean, I'm saying like the the real the orcs we're talking about when we say orc. <laughs> like, see, I was orcs? not aware that this is the orc we were talking about. Skyrim. Orc. I'm looking at them. Well, so they're just I also a little love bit more how, like. The women just look like women with fangs. Yeah. But the men are like animalistic. Uh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna be fun. Oh, I'm sure it will be. I I wonder they can't really take like... this long and not let it be fun. That's the problem. Yeah. So I'm very excited about it because I loved Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And now they're just gonna, it's gonna be a bunch of orcs. Yeah. This is like your husband. Milo's like, so. oh boy, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be in it now. Like my new. You're session. gonna be unavailable for several weeks. So yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like I really want to start like playing more video games and stuff. Yeah, same. I feel like I don't really have time. Yeah. Um, like that one. I can't remember when it's coming out, but I've been wanting to play Skyrim a little bit. Nice. Maybe I've been I'll playing play Sims again recently. Nice. Yeah. I haven't played Sims for a long time. Well, I saw that reel. I think I sent it to you and then later you sent it to me because that's 
what we do yeah with each other um it was like the girl who made all of her exes in sims and then put them all in jail yeah and i was like you know that's she's on to something there yeah <laughs> so i haven't done that yet but i'm getting back into it as if i didn't like obsess over it a lot last year my problem is is i i try to do everything right yeah you know you're supposed to kind of do the bad all of the you're supposed to kind of get the bad out of your system and like it's like them yes. pee themselves and like do all this stuff well but i'm like I, that makes me stressed out that makes me so stressed out that's why you have to make your exes i don't have any exes <laughs> make people who bullied you i used I to do that one really yeah it just seems so stop thinking like a pastor's daughter i know I know. Show them how crazy you are. Like, I'm talking like a fucking reel tonight, but. Okay, dude. I am like, I told uh, my friend at work, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I feel so impulsive. She's like, same, same. And I was, I, cause I was like, I want to get a tattoo this weekend. I want to dye my hair pink. I just go for it. I think I just the tattoo be a would be person. cheaper. Well, no, the hair would be cheaper because I got, I know people. Oh, that's fair. That's right. It's right. Your sister. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Cause she dyed her hair pink once. And so she was like, like mine. And I was like, yes. So I, I want to do that next weekend. And then is that the sister who has the dispensary? Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Okay. I don't know why I said it. I don't know why I whispered it. Yeah. Cause I still said it into the mic, but the one that we visited in Port Townsend. Yeah. Yeah. One hit wonder. All right. So real quick our spiel that I think we forgot the last couple of times, which is <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at in bed with books pod. You can find us online at inbedwithbookspod.com. But if you go into our link tree in Instagram, then you can find some of our affiliate links because we are partnered with noble objects, which yes. is a literary candle company. Um, and if you use the link in there, then you can get, I always forget how much it is. 10% off? I think it's 10. 10% off. Okay. You can get 10% off your order, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And honestly, they smell amazing. Yeah. I I, I lit one last night. I, I'm thinking My I'm going to get some heights. more mm -hmm. because it's just, they're too good. Um, We also have a shop and we're kind of popping in some new things there. Not just merch, but like some digital things because I'm yeah. getting back into notion. Well, you were just talking about your reading tracker. Yes. Tell and us about is, it. It is a tracker for your reading. Yes. Yes. It is. Um, I don't want to pull this one up. I will. I'll be posting a little video either this week or next week with it. Um, only because I haven't cleaned it out yet. It's got yeah. all of my notes in there. My notes are really ugly but it's a it's just, work in progress. Yeah. Well, it's, it's done, but I need to clean out my notes so that way we can actually sell it. So, yeah. um, but yeah, it's just a little place for you to track all of your books and then the authors and then the genres that you read. Um, and then you can do it just for 2023. I will probably post a video on how to like add the years in there. If you want to track different years, if you don't mm -hmm. know how to use notion, just because like notion can be really finicky, mm -hmm. but once you know the things, they're easy. You just got to yeah. figure out the things. And so I'd, I'll post a video with the things. Um, yeah, that'll be available through our link tree in the next while. Yeah. Um, is there any more of our spiel that I'm forgetting? I think that's it. I know it's been a while since we recorded. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. Hi, bunny. Bunny just crawled on my lap and she can sense my presence. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, food, please. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's about it. Um yeah. We're on Discord. We're Discord. Um, we're doing yeah. a watch party tomorrow. Yes. New moon, but well, you won't hear about it. Yep. You don't know about we will it. We'll post about it on Instagram. But let's see here. When is this coming out? This but we do episode? we're doing we when you came down though, you up, I should say. Yes, we, we did a whole. Um, we made a whole list of all of the movies we want to do on watch parties. I think not we all of them, but a good start. Yeah, yeah, a good start. Like 
we were like, oh, this and this and this. Um, I think that was like the first night you got here. And it was, yeah. we were just like, oh, we got to do this. Cause I do think watch parties, that was like so fun. And I think it was want to do more of them. Yeah. And we want you to be able to part like other people to participate if they want. Mm -hmm. Like, um, because it's the new, it's the new movie night, you know? Yeah. I wish I could do it with my mom because she loved to watch Scrooge with us in yeah. December, like for Christmas every, every, uh, year, but it's like, it's hard to get together. And it's like, I wish she yeah. knew do technology <laughs> parents, parents, boomers. So this episode that we're recording right now is going to come out on January 30th. So this upcoming Friday, which will be, I should have looked at that, that day too. February 3rd, we will probably also, I guess we don't need to do them Fridays, but we're, we're going to try to do these at like just about every other week. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it. See. Well, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So you should. So this week, if you jump over to our Instagram, then you might see something in there in the stories about what movie we're doing. But I'm also saying that it's like the day before our new moon watch party and I haven't said anything. And I don't know if you have like on Instagram. Mm -mm. So I guess we're just kind of winging it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's just, it's just like, sometimes we'll just do it like me and you. Well, yeah, but I mean like, cause we've been planning this one for a couple of weeks and we just haven't really said anything. So just, we'll mention it on stories sometimes, or if you want to be in our discord, then just like join the discord. Yeah. And we'll definitely say it in there. Um, I think we've got plans for like old movies. I want to watch more Harrison Ford movies this year. <laughs> we're going to finish Twilight. I yeah. think we're going to do Lord of the Rings at some point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. All okay. right. Yeah. Until until next until next week. Happy yeah. reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.